Hey everybody, Matt and Michael coming back to you for another episode of the Realty Brothers. Happy Thanksgiving, which is over, and now we can move on to Christmas. The most wonderful time of the year. It is. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Are you just so happy? I'm always filled with joy. Are you full from Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am. It was it was a wild vegan Thanksgiving at my household. Um, and so I always no fake turkey. Then or? I always scoff at the people who are like, "Oh, you're a vegan. What can you eat?" And I'm not like, a, <laughs> I'm not like a preachy vegan, and I'm not like a difficult vegan. You know, um, but it was it was amazing. It was like. So there was fake turkey because you have to have some fake turkey. Um, but it's still like I had stuffing and green bean casserole and um, a nice salad, Brussels sprouts, uh, gravy, sweet potatoes, like all the things you would expect to have for Thanksgiving. Mm, it was incredible. Yes. But let me tell you the worst part. I was done with Thanksgiving, like done, done, had cleaned up, sitting on the couch. And then it dawned on me. I forgot the cranberries. Oh, no. That's literally <laughs> the best part. Yeah. What the heck? Wait, though. Wait. Real cranberries or... You know, I won't discriminate. Okay. I love cranberries so much, and I am not offended by the can-shaped you know, blob. <laughs> I think slice it right up, and I will eat it. But that being said, like, of course I love real cranberries, too, you know? Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to say no. You can serve it up however you need to, and I will gladly and humbly accept. I love it. So, oh, I have to tell you, also, I made a um, caramel apple cheesecake tart. I saw, you posted on Facebook, and I, I got that part, like I saw that part, and I was like, yep, yep, it was, he needs to come over. <laughs> I kid you not, the best thing I've ever tasted. Ugh. And it was like, uh, so I hadn't, I didn't really plan ahead. Like I, I, I figured out what, um, you know, ingredients I would need. But then the morning of Thanksgiving, I was like, I should maybe see like what I'm supposed to do for prep. Because apparently, for, like for example, when you're making stuffing, you're supposed to leave the bread out overnight to dry out. And what? I didn't, I didn't do that. So then whatever. So I was looking up, you know, like, okay, what do I need to do? Like, how long is this going to take me? And my recipe for this cheesecake was six hours. Oh my gosh. And, but I was like, okay, I guess I'm starting now, you know, um, in the morning to get it going. And it was so good. And I, I, I couldn't even wait to eat it. Like I don't have a picture <laughs> to commemorate because oh I dove right in and it was incredible. <laughs> it was wow. seriously incredible. I can't, I, I have to make it again, but when else am I going to have six hours of my day to dedicate towards making a dessert, you know? True. But I, that's longer than a turkey. I know, but it was worth Man. it. It tr it really was worth it. All right. Well, I'm not going to make it, but you should make it for me. I will. Okay, good. So how was yours? <laughs> what did y'all do? Uh, it was good. I, I'm a little embarrassed to say, as is my wife, we have never, 
ever made a turkey. Yeah. We've never carved a turkey. <laughs> yeah. I've never, ever carved a turkey in my life, you know? And so I'm like, oh, man. That's my, a- my wife's like panicking. She's like, what do I do? How do I make this turkey? And I'm like, worse yet, how do I cut it? Mm-hmm. How does that work? I don't know. Um, so somehow I've always managed to be around, uh, you know, other family for Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. they just always, you know, take over. Right. Um, which is fine. So, uh, <laughs> wait, real quick. Let's do an audit. How many fingers do you have? <laughs> still have we're all s- of them. We're still at 10. Cool. Yeah. Cause you forget that I don't actually like touching gross things. Mm, right. Yeah. So like one finger on the turkey and then just kind of, yeah. Um, <laughs> fair. But, uh, Do you have yeah. one of those electric carvers? I don't. Okay. No. Um, and my my hand actually hurt after like carving this thing all up. I mean, after after the dinner and everything, when I was carving it all up to put away in Tupperware. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then I had the best thing from Thanksgiving Cranberries. every year. No. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is the next day. Cold turkey and oh my mayo gosh. sandwich. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> Leftovers hit so much better. Oh yeah. Like they they Thanksgiving is is great. It's the best holiday there is. But like Thanksgiving leftovers the next day hit mm-hmm. they hit different than the real deal did. And yeah. it's always a little bit better. Yeah, my like my wife's pulling all the stuff back out of the fridge and you know, giving the kids mashed potatoes and green beans and just all the stuff right yeah. and she pulls out the turkey and she's heating it up and um heating up the the gravy and all this stuff and and i just dig right in with my fingers and throw some on a bun and we've got this avocado oil mayo Ugh. um and so i put that all over it and then just ate it and she's like you're not even gonna warm it up i was like do you not know this thing <laughs> like this is the best I, like every so single good. year it's the it's like the cold turkey and mayo sandwich the but next like day. with a little so, bit of gravy in it that's the real chef's kiss yeah, on top i'm not a huge gravy fan Ugh, come on wasn't no. that on friends they, he calls it the moist maker <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh yeah actually so my not sponsored by today is uh is ocean spray uh, uh, who makes the best Canberries, canberries. I love yeah. it. That, I, and you know, you got it. I cut off the top of the can, and then I had to puncture a hole in the bottom of the can so that the whole thing slid out, still can shaped, mm-hmm. and just put it on a special plate right in front of me. Yep. And my my kids were like, "What? What is that? What are you eating?" And I was like, "Uh, nothing. You won't like it. <laughs> you won't like it." And so they asked for some. So I. And the nice thing is, because it holds the shape of the can, it's it gives you like cut lines, right? It's yeah. all these lines. So I like slice it down, and I give them a a slice of One cranberries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my daughter was like, "Ooh, I like it!" And then she tried the next bite and was like, "I don't, I don't like it anymore." <laughs> like once the tart, hit, yeah, you know, that's sacrilege. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's like Get what? Out. Come on, yeah. Get out. That's wild. Um, I'm really mad. I wish my not sponsored was cranberries. I am filled (laughs) with so much regret today. Like, I don't know how I forgot about them, but I, I think (sighs) they still sell them. They do, but 
It's not the same. Do you ever buy cranberries when it's not Thanksgiving or possibly, you know, like another feast, uh, Christmas or Easter? Yeah, actually, no. No. No, definitely don't. So why do they exist for the other months of the year? Well, there's like cranberry juice. Oh, yeah, I do 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 that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, No, my not sponsored (laughs) can't be Ocean Spray, so it's going to have to be, um, I don't even know what the brand name is, but I had a whole bunch of kombucha. With, oh yeah, with my Thanksgiving, and that was so good. Yeah, I can't quite get around that. My my wife super digs it, but I'm like, nah, I don't know. Is it is it juice? Is it is it wine? I don't know what this is. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. all the things. I mean, I've had some of them where I'm like, mm, I'm not that into that, but other some flavors are are really really good. So yeah, maybe I need to branch out a little. Yeah, bit, maybe try some try some different ones. So I have to tell you about this thing before we talk about real estate because you know it's just fun to just catch up. Yeah, um, we so, don't we don't talk to each other otherwise. <laughs> apparently, uh, so my wife was like, "Hey, you want to do this twenty one day fix thing with me? It's uh, uh, it's on the Beachbody okay. workout, right? It's called Twenty One Day Fix Real Time." And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." And um, oh my gosh, it's not fun. <laughs> Why? Seriously, I, I it's been it's been a week and I can't move. Ooh, yeah. My my it's like thirty minutes of just really like kind of crazy intense and like for example, Thanksgiving morning she's like, why don't we just knock this out, you know, before we pig out, mm-hmm. right? Because we're definitely not going to want to do it after. It's like okay, okay, and I'm checking my Apple Watch and I haven't even like started to to move my exercise ring on my watch. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And by the time I got done with it, I was like 95% closed on that ring. Cause it was just crazy. Like just nuts. And so intensity stuff. Oh my gosh. My whole body hurts. My entire body. (laughs) Ah, health. (laughs) Oh, seriously. And, and it, it was like maybe, three days in, I was like, you know, this is terrible. Like really terrible. I'm going to keep doing it for all 21 days. I'm going to do it, Mm -hmm. but it's terrible. But I don't know that it's terrible enough that I won't still go "Mm, an Oreo. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. That's a fair point. (laughs) I mean, I could just not do that and then not have to work so hard, but (sighs) You know, I just, I love food. Yeah. So much. That's all right. Choices. That's hard because, um, you know, the gyms are closed right now again. Right. Uh, and my, so I normally go to this gym and they, it's like kind of class based, but it's high intensity, uh, interval training stuff and they're closed, but they have an online version, um, where they'll do kind of like on demand stuff, you know? Sure. Um, and so I'm like, okay, great. You know, that way you don't have to cancel your membership and you can still do all the things. And it's, it's lovely. Uh, except when you're doing on demand, there's this temptation of the pause button. <laughs> yep. And it starts out really innocently. Like you're just like going, you're like, oh, this is kind of hard. And they're like, maybe I have to go to the bathroom pause. And you're like, okay, that was, that was a long break. Let's go back to like actually working out. And then you're like, go in and then you're like, oh, did someone text me? Hold on. Pause. And <laughs> or after I, I, I stopped cheating the system with the pause button, I 
it took me a long time because you know th- I did this during the the full quarantine before too. You know, back in back in like March, April, May. Right. Uh, it took me a long time to figure out that the people on the screen couldn't tell if I was actually doing what they said. <laughs> You yeah. know, so they'd right. be like, all right. And then do- drop down to three burpees. And I just look at the screen and I go, no, no, I'm not doing that part. Did they say three Oreos? Yeah, I don't, I'm said- not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, this has been my struggle. I'm like, I, it's when there's not other people to witness my lazy, I, <laughs> I embrace that. And it's a yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah, this weekend was a lot of uh, just sitting around on iPads. Yeah, that's what it's about. Did you do any Me, like Black Friday wife, shopping? All three kids? No, 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 no. I mean, my wife did on online I a see. little bit, mm-hmm. but not. No, there was no none of that. I was surprised though. I stopped by Best Buy the other day just for that, um, you know, curbside pickup thing, which again, the greatest needs to stick around for a while because yes. it was so great. Um, I just, uh, one of our employees needed a new computer monitor. Oh, yeah. So I just like, you know, pound it into Best Buy and it texts me when it's ready. And I drive up and I say, I'm in parking spot four. And then they just come out, put it in my trunk and bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Um, but anyway, they had the, they had the like gates all set up all the way around the building preparing for Black Friday. And I'm like, are people crazy? Yeah, they are. Okay. They truly are. And it's a, so I, I did like the online, you know, cause I think that's the best thing to ever happen. Yeah. And especially with like Black Friday, most places opened up their sales to, you know, all week and it's online and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to tackle other people and become a monster for some reason. Cause that's what we do as a culture. Right. Uh, but so I, I just kind of did online stuff, but I decided uh, on actual black Friday, I was going to go to this sale. Um, cause there was a gym that was going out of business. So they were selling all their equipment and right. I was like, oh, okay, you know, now it's a good, it's hard to find like, uh, like home workout things right now because sure. it's all, you know, so picked over and that stuff. So I'm like, okay, this will be great. Maybe I can get like a couple of things cause they're going out of business and it'll be cheap and whatever. And like when it's like a small, it's not like it's like lifetime or, or, you know, it's like a small family run thing. Like, Oh, I want them to have the income of you know, selling their stuff. Right. Nonetheless. Uh, so it was like, oh yeah, we're doing like our going out of business sale from 10 to two on, on Friday. So I get there at like nine 45 and I kid you not, the line was three blocks long. Oh my God. And I was like, this is kind of insane, but I do want to check it out and I don't have any other plans and I drove all the way up here. So Ugh. I guess I'll wait. I was outside in that line for two and a half hours why? (laughs) And it was so cold. I couldn't feel any of my appendages anymore. And I was like, it's almost like I got the worst part of the black Friday experience thinking I was going to not have to deal with that. You know, like I'm like, Oh, I'm not going out at like four in the morning. You know, I'm not like camping out. I'm going to stop by this 10 o'clock little, little shop. No, it was insane. I don't think that there's anything, anything that I want that bad i know (laughs) i think that's a fair assessment i just have so much pride i will not give up i was like i've already driven here it was like 30 minutes to get here 
And then once you get there and the people see you see the line, then there's like a little bit of pride of like being like, well, I'm going to stick it out, not like leave. And then once you're in the line, there's the pride of being like, I'm not going to be a quitter, you know, (laughs) but then, you know, they could only let like 10 people inside at a time. So it took a long time. Have you ever seen those videos where it's like people have to hold their hand on top of a box? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually it's like a car and then they win the car. Right. And then like after like 24 hours, like somebody like scratches their nose and they lose. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's classic. Uh, Honestly though, if they were like, Hey, get an Aston Martin vanquish for a hundred dollars. You just got to wait in line for a week i'd be like (laughs) maybe not what type of line like just like outside no just camping out Uh, i wouldn't do that totally did that for star wars though when that came out (laughs) because i'm a dork (laughs) those are priorities yeah you know it was um what else is going on anyway i've got some weird news for you okay maybe you've heard (laughs) about this one this it's it's like it it there's there's probably a very logical explanation for it but I want to believe that there is not a logical explanation for it. Okay. You you probably heard it. It's all over the news. Uh, a large metal monolith mysteriously appeared in a remote region of Utah's Red Rock country. A what what? Have you heard about this? No. <laughs> okay, you haven't heard about this. So it's this giant metal three-sided monolith it's like 12 feet tall and it's embedded deep into the rock okay and so so like state officials were flying over southeastern utah looking for sheep as part of a routine task instead they found something straight out of a sci-fi movie this is from npr by the way okay uh, from uh, the helicopter, officers from the Utah Department of Public Safety spotted a large metal monolith, a single block of metal, right? It was okay. sitting in uh, their red rock country in the southeast. Officials have no idea how or when it got there or who might have placed it. Um, so there's a picture. It's like 10 to 12 feet tall. There's a picture um, of like a guy standing on another guy's shoulders to try to see if there's anything on top of this thing. But it's this giant, like there's nothing around, right? It's just this giant three sided metal pole object. It looks, I mean, it looks like something that aliens might've placed there. It's crazy. Look I, it up. I literally was looking it up right now. Like, first of all, I need to understand what a monolith is because you keep saying it <laughs> like it's a normal lexicon of words. Michael, Michael, a monolith, ah. a singular lith. Like at first I was like, is this a dinosaur? So then I thought like, oh, a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so what do you do with yeah, that? And it's, you just leave it there? It's just embedded in the rock. So of course they're like, you know, we found this. They took a picture of it. They they posted it on Instagram, um, the, the Utah patrol. But then they're like, but we're not giving the exact location because we it's a really remote area and we don't want people getting hurt or lost or anything trying to find it. Hmm. And, of course, it was a matter of hours before people 
scouring the the Google world, Google yeah. Earth, <laughs> yeah. before somebody found it and was like, here's the exact location. Well, that, <laughs> that didn't work. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're trying to figure out where it came from, who put it there. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's super crazy. Okay. But no one put it there, right? It formed by nature. Did you look it up? Yes. No, it is a perfectly triangular, smooth metal I looked it up and it said a monolith is a geological feature consisting of a single massive stone or rock. Yeah, that's, I mean, it, it, they're just calling it a monolith. It's not actually, this is, no, this is not of nature. What? It's definitely not. Okay, I'm finding a lot of theories now. Okay, this will be fun. I know how I'm going to spend my week. (laughs) Someone said, I'm assuming it's some new wave artist or something. <laughs> yeah, that could be. That could be. Uh, wow. But, uh, yeah, so they have no idea how long it's been there. Um, I hope it's been there for like a long time. How and would... somebody maybe just set it on the rocks, and now it's been so many years that now it's embedded into the rock. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I don't know how I feel about that, quite honestly. I want it to be, I want it to totally be sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I want it to be that it's a, a projectile probe shot down from the aliens to, you know, serve as their beacon for when they return. Nice. That's what I want it to be. That's what you're hoping for. Like, that's the <laughs> ideal scenario. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Super cool. Look it up. It's it's like really cool looking. It's really tall. It's weird. Speaking of 10 to 12 feet tall, I put up my Christmas tree. <gasps> yes. It's 12 feet tall and half the lights are out. Oh, no. That's I know. And worst. it's one of those pre-lit ones. Yes. And so I'm like, there's no way. How am I going to go through every little branch? Because it's like wound around every branch and twig and like it's that's really so do i throw it away and just no what do i do you have to either find it or you just string new lights in the tree yeah it's gonna be weird though because it's not like the bottom half is out it's like the top two feet and then it's lit for like a foot and then it's out again and it'll be like striped Ugh. So frustrating. You think technology would have found a way around this by now, you know? Yeah. Well, they have. LEDs are, like, going to last for a long time, but Mm. I don't have that. Anyway, you got any fun real estate Um, stuff to talk about? I do. I was still Googling monoliths, and then somehow I got onto this mutant coronavirus found in dead mink. Um, But I was like, you know what? I did hear about that, actually. (laughs) I saw someone post something about that earlier and I thought it was like an onion article. Like it was just a joke. And then, <laughs> now I'm like, oh wait, this is real news. <laughs> I thought uh, someone was like joking around like, yep, here's 2020 mutant mink are coming <laughs> back to life as zombies. And I'm like, yeah, weird. Yep, yep, anyway, that's a problem for tomorrow. <laughs> Let's see. So I wanted to talk about this really interesting. Uh, I, I don't know if I should call it a survey. Um, but it's a it's a list, and you know how we love lists. What real estate has to be grateful for in 2020? 
because now's the time of giving thanks. Now's oh, the yeah. time to be grateful. Um, and I think our industry does have a lot to be grateful for, despite everything we've had to go through as a country. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, are you ready to, to hear the top seven items that we should be thankful for in the real estate industry? I'm so ready. All right. Number one, obviously, booming home sales. That yeah. makes sense. And we've talked yeah. about this month after month, like, oh, look at that. August this year was considerably higher than last year. September was up 30%. October was up 27%. Uh, I'm sure November is going to be also up a certain amount of percentage just because of the amount of pendings that are out there right now. So that makes total sense. Things are going nuts. Yeah, for sure. Um, item number two, record low mortgage rates. Yes. Yep. Average mortgage rate uh, as of last week was 2.72%. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. By the way, people are like, uh, even even my wife just this morning, she's, you know, like she does every day, just texting me different homes. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, I can't believe this. This is so overpriced, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, buyers are getting kind of desperate and the it's a seller's market. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just, I couldn't imagine paying that much for a house like this. And I was like, but okay, hold on. <laughs> We're going to, we would sell our house for quite a bit then. Right. Mm-hmm. And with interest rates as low as they are, you can't sit there thinking, Oh, the homes are overpriced. You're going to be spending less on exactly. a much more expensive house than you are probably on the house you're in now. Exactly. That's actually what they had in the article as well. They said, even though, you know, we had inventory and I mean, inventory issues and therefore the the prices were rising, the monthly payment on a 30 year fixed mortgage is still incredibly lower, averaging uh, across the nation, 1820. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Just nuts. And NAR prediction uh, is that it's going to stay low for all of 2021, probably low threes. Yeah, probably. Which, I mean, what's sad is it'll get to four and people will be like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. It's still like, so Wait good. a minute. <laughs> Any idea? Oh, my gosh. That's nuts. Yeah. All right, moving on. Seller equity. That's a good one. Um, so currently, home sellers are getting a boost financially from the appreciation of the housing market. Uh, uh, the median home price is up about 16% from this time last year. Wow. Isn't that insane? Wow. Like, what do you own? period that appreciates 16% in a year. Um, nothing, nothing besides real estate. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Insane. Uh, what else we got? Technology. We've talked about this. So yeah. the, how we've been doing business in this industry has had to change because of limitations on how we meet with people. So, um, doing our virtual showings or our virtual open house technology that came out this last year. Yep. That was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty sweet. Um, obviously things like DocuSign, uh, our new like back office platform for submitting documents, um, photos, uh, media management, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've fortunately started investing in quite a bit of tech, uh, just this last January and then three months later went into a pandemic. So thank goodness we started investing so heavily in tech Seriously. because it's allowed us to continue to do what we do. But, uh. Yeah, that, I mean, technology has been huge, and we've not only you know Century Twenty One, our our franchise company and everything, but but us, our company specifically, has been pouring tons of money into tech to try to keep uh, pushing forward and offering our agents, you know, the tools to be able to work wherever they are. Yeah. 
oh my gosh, you'll like this because it's a quote and you love quotes. <laughs> I do. Uh, actually, but currently in uh, last week's realtor conference, uh, that the average real estate transaction takes 181 steps from beginning to end. And the new technologies mm. coming out have increasingly responded to those steps. 181. Also, do you know who's, who said this quote? This will be a little blast from the past. No. Nick Bailey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a fun thing. Nick Bailey. What a guy. Uh, Okay, what do we got? That's a lot of steps. (laughs) Check your watch. Let me check my Apple watch. I don't think I've done that many today. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Uh, Number five, new priorities, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. So obviously with the coronavirus and the pandemic, buyers had to search out new or or identify what was was important to them, right? In a new way. So... finding maybe what is a home now that has more rooms, that zoom room, like we talked about (laughs) more square footage, more yard space, uh, maybe a home officer jam or finding a larger home that would allow you to accommodate other adults like your parents, or maybe your children. Like we talked about that are moving home and living within the residence with you. This is, it's kind of funny because we've touched on every single one of those topics over the last couple months. Yeah, for sure. Uh, have you set up your zoom room yet? Not, not yet. You're going to laugh. Literally this week, uh, this last week, I ordered some things to go behind me. Because <laughs> you made fun of my blank wall. Hey, I, I noticed on our uh, Zoom call earlier, earlier last week, what you had like a plant or something. Yeah, I did. And I was like, yay. You <laughs> know, I moved that plant specifically for that meeting. I was like, this is going to sit right behind me. <laughs> and, then, and then after the meeting, it went back to its rightful place. Uh, but no a whole new zoom experience is coming your way from this this side of the camera i love it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be so excited (laughs) all right where are we uh this is an interesting one uh affirmation of the realtor's value in the transaction Uh, right yeah so uh, have, as Americans reevaluated what they wanted from a home, they increasingly relied on a real estate agent to guide them through the purchase and sales transaction. So basically they're saying less for sale by owners and that accounts back to um, the, the need for the agents, right? Like we're talking about from Nick Bailey saying 181 steps. Right. That like, I think a lot of people that try to do for sale by owners, they're maybe not aware of all of the things that have to be covered and agreed upon between you and the potential buyer of your home so that neither of you end up in court over something silly, you know, one, two, 10 years from now. Yeah. Um, I have 88% of buyers reported using an agent this last year and 89% of sellers. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, you know, it, it could be one of those things where you keep hearing, Oh man, you know, one day on market, multiple offers. It's like, I'll just do this myself. Yeah. But it's, I mean, even first of all, just navigating the offers and navigating how to properly negotiate them and all that stuff. And understand them because it's not all just about the dollar amount, right? right? There's so much value that you could be missing out on just by thinking, oh, what's the highest price? No, no, no. What are the terms for those prices? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's put it this way. There's, there's 181 steps, right? The, the putting your house on the market and getting it listed and getting an offer. That's like steps one through two. Yeah. Right. The bulk of what you're paying for, for a realtor is all the stuff after that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I keep thinking about too, like the, uh, 
um, the people who go out there and they try to either do for sale by owner or they go out and they, they go to go buy a house uh, without representation. Mm-hmm. I, first of all, <laughs> as, as a seller, can you distance yourself from your home and really be a proper negotiator on with this? Or are you just going to scare people when you're like, no, you have no idea. I I did this drywall myself, myself, so I know it's perfect. After little Jimmy put a hole in it with his first <laughs> baseball bat. Dang it, Jimmy. <laughs> anyway. This is where I birthed my child. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's just, uh, it's interesting. But anyway, my next point with that was th- th- these steps are constantly changing too mm-hmm. right we have to go through 90 hours in order to get licensed 90 hours of coursework to get licensed and then every year we have continuing education to k- continue learning about all the changes the legal changes the ethics changes like all these things that we have to stay on top of in order to properly navigate this for you mm-hmm. right so it's not like we you know read a how to for dummies and went, okay, I can do this. Like a lot of for sale by owners are doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, honestly, and then uh, even above and beyond that, if you're going to be a relentless century 21 Atwood agent, there's a lot more to the picture. We're talking so much. weekly meetings, yeah. trainings, you, all of your contracts are reviewed by the chair of the professional standards committee. Right. We've got like a incredible trainer. We've got onboarding in different systems. We've got, uh, mentorship programs. We've got, I mean, what create 21 and connect 21 and refer 21, like all of these programs and systems. So that's kind of beyond just the importance of an agent. There's the, there's the difference between maybe the agent from century 21 Atwood and the agent from, you know, patriotic 2% realty. That's all I know. (laughs) So yeah. Nonetheless, are you ready to hear the last and I'm arguably so I was born the ready. best? Yes. <laughs> uh, number seven. What do we have to be thankful for, grateful for in this industry in 2020? I wish I had a sound effect for this. Should I just push a button and see what happens? Sure. Yeah, do it. All right. Let's kill this moment. Here it is. Number seven. Number seven. Oh, <gasps> Ooh, that was good fitting. Job. Thank you. That was good. I was hoping for the best on that one. Are you thinking it? Thank, that's enough. <laughs> God. <laughs> Number seven, the sanctity of home. Uh, they have yeah. nothing feels more precious this year than the safety of our own homes. And uh, really everybody in this country has, should have an equal opportunity to having a home of their own. Yeah. You know what? This is not, it's sort of on topic, <laughs> but you, you just said, you know, everybody in this country. And I'm like, I wonder how many people our company has moved into homes? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we started in 1934, so there's really no way to go back and track this. <laughs> Who knows? But I just like to believe that it was like tens of Ten- people. Tens. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if you think about a couple, yeah, hundreds and hundreds a year. And yeah. it's been 86 years. I mean, tens and tens of thousands of people that yeah. we've helped move, which is amazing to me. That's wild. It's amazing. 
I mean, and even with that, if you took um, the property management side too, because a home oh, doesn't true. home yeah. doesn't have to be necessarily something that you buy because beyond just an affordability factor of some people who aren't in a financial position yet to buy, some people just choose to rent as a lifestyle thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so add in those thousands of people <laughs> a year, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't even think about that side of it. I mean, there's, yeah. And then in, in summertime, we're moving like 800 people just in, you know, one week. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's true. a good time. That's a good time. Well, that was a good list. That was something like to look that. forward to. You know, this is a fun story. I don't know why I got thought about this, but you said summertime. So here I am. <laughs> I woke up yesterday and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I need to schedule this, it, nobody's going to care on the podcast, but this meeting that we have the third Saturday of every month, every April. You know what I'm talking I, about? No. We have a meeting the third Saturday of every April. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> I woke up yesterday morning in a panic, like you don't know what year it is. And, and I thought to myself, <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot to schedule this meeting. And this is a bad thing because it's March right now. And then I went, no, it's not March. It's February. I'm fine. And then I thought, it's not February, it's December. And then I was like, but wasn't it just Thanksgiving? And then I realized it was November and I'm totally in the clear. But that was a good at least three minutes of sheer panic. Oh my God. Like just awoken in a panic. Like I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever have those? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. And it just happened to me recently also. Um, one of those things where you wake up and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. And now I don't even remember what I forgot. But yeah, it, it made me panic for a minute. <sighs> I hate that. Yeah. I absolutely hate that. The same thing happens when you get up from a really good nap and you don't know if you've been asleep for 20 minutes or 20 days. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, the clock. So whenever I'm in my living room, the clock that I always see is the clock on the microwave. And uh, it likes to reset itself whenever it feels like, and it resets to 7 a.m. So I never really know if the time it says is true. But over the weekend, I you know had accidentally fallen asleep because I hate naps so much. But I accidentally fell asleep. I woke up. I look at the clock, and it says 1 o'clock. And I was like, what does this mean? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I fell asleep like at like 5. So is it 1 a.m.? No. Is it tomorrow? I don't know. It, it really doesn't do good things for my, uh, whatever that's called, equilibrium. <laughs> you know, there was one time that I, uh, uh, you remember dad had the place on the lake and I mean, obviously you remember that. Yeah. Um, I lived there. Thanks. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, but I was so allergic to the algae in the lake water. Like, so allergic it didn't stop me i would still go jet skiing all day long i would go skiing yeah. all day long tubing all day long i just loved it and then that night my eyes would get swollen my i i wouldn't be able to breathe out of my nose at all i'd become super congested i'd start itching like crazy i'd have to shower three times mm -hmm. um and one <laughs> time in particular it sounds was really so, cute matt <laughs> i love it <laughs> It never stopped me from going on the lake. Yeah. Um, so one time, uh, Dad was like, "You know, we're gonna have to give you some Benadryl or something because this is this is a lot." 
like that that keeps happening to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, he hand, he throws me a bottle and he's he's like, here, here's here's mine. And uh, I go into the bathroom and I was like, you know, I'm like, this is really bad. So I'm going to take three instead of two. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I came out and I gave it back to him. And um, we, we are sitting out on the back patio just talking. And I'm like, like starting to fall asleep in my chair. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I need to go lay down. <laughs> I think I was maybe still in high school. I think it was like summer, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to go lay down. And it, Dad's like, how many of those did you take? I was like, three. He's like, no, you're supposed to break it in half and take half of one. <laughs> so I had three. Uh, um, anyway, uh, went to bed and woke up at 5 p.m. the next day. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this story is that Dad just didn't care. No, <laughs> he's, he's like, like, what did you do? Matt's still sleeping. He possibly overdosed. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's give him another day and see if he shakes it off. <laughs> well, he's, he, he said he came in and like, you know, gave me some water and stuff like that. But I have, I had no recollection of any of that apparently when. Just check to see if you're it. still breathing. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Oh, that's funny. I just yeah. saw a meme that was a, a case of NyQuil. Uh, but instead of NyQuil, it said Yerquil when you're just done with 2020. <laughs> Yerquil. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's good stuff. That's great. Well, I've got a, I've got a quote for you. Uh, to I wrap have a up quote. Our episode. You do? Yeah. Let's both do them at the same time. <laughs> okay, <see> ready? Who's, <laughs> who's louder? <laughs> la, la, la. Um, well, I was, I was thinking about the one that I don't remember if it was last week. No, it was the week before. Um, you said a quote that was super memorable for me, and I, I don't want to say it right now. Not that I forgot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> but it was something about like if you can't do big yes. profound things do something small in a big way yeah. or something right mm-hmm. and so i've kind of been thinking about that over the last couple of weeks and thinking about that quote and and trying to also not only in myself but in other people too just kind of recognize that that small thing that they're trying to do in a big way mm-hmm. and um and i stumbled across this years ago and i don't know who it's from uh or who said it but i I was reading it earlier today and I was like, yes, this is kind of like what Michael was talking about. Um, So it says, when people talk about traveling to the past, they worry about radically changing the present by doing something small, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you were to say, hey, would you travel back in time? And be like, I I mean, I would love to, but what if I like stepped on an ant and then that had profound impacts on what the future is? Yeah. Right? And yet, Barely anybody in the present day really thinks that they can radically change the future by doing something small. Yeah, that's real. Right? Like we all kind of have have this understanding. Well, if I were to go back in time, you never know. I could like bump into somebody that could cause this, which would cause this. And all of a sudden I come back to present day and everything has changed. Right. And yet you're like, I mean, I could bump into somebody, but nothing's going to change. Like when we're in the present, we think everything's just kind of predestined and it's all just going to happen the way it's supposed to. Yeah. But that's not true. I love that. Yeah. You could, so it's almost like an opportunity. Right. Like a, a little challenge. 
Yeah. How much can you mess up the future? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh. One dude thinking, that bat looks delicious. He changed the world. Here we are. I mean, I don't know if that's really the true story. That's but probably I think it's not. Hilarious that people think it is. <laughs> anyway, I was just reading this thing that was like the guy that discovered milk for the first time probably had some serious explaining to do. <laughs> Ew, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's I, so I just, funny. This this is really terrible to say too, but it made me giggle. Um, I saw this thing that said. Um, this is the first thing out of China to last more than like a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, anyway. All right. Do you want to hear my quote? Yeah. It's not quite as serious, but maybe it also is. Okay. It's like one of those things that I, I think the longer I think about it, the better it is. <clears throat> the quote says, if you are, or excuse me, if people are doubting how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. Hmm. And at first I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like, no, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to leave. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I think that's a good little inspiration, though. I'd like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what other people say. There will always be uh, other opinions and there will always be different people um, who believe different things or who just don't see the same exact side of the story. You know, whatever you're doing. Um but at the end of the day, you're in charge of your own life. You're in charge of your own destiny and your own happiness and your own success. And you can choose to be bothered about what, you know, the people who are doubting you say, or you can choose to just go so far that you can't hear them anymore. I love it. That's so great. And while you're, while you're running, not running away, just running toward your own yeah. future, you right. step on an ant and drastically change That's exactly where I was going. I, I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, it's a great week, and it's just about to be December, so perfect time for Christmas tunes, which I've already been listening to for three months. And, uh, oh, new Tori Kelly al- album came out. I sent yes. that to you. Yes. So great. So digging it. Played it many times in my house. Perfect. So digging it. I kind of rely on you to be my, my music discoverer. She's an angel, (laughs) just an angel of a human, Yeah, a good role model to the kiddos and just talented beyond all belief. Hey, you know what we should do? What song are you really shipping this week? Um, That's what we we should do. We should do that. And then, and then maybe on our December 21st podcast, you and I should do a little ditty. (gasps) A ditty. That'd be cute. Um, yeah, we'd have to work out like the tech of how that would work. <laughs> yeah, probably. With like leg and all that stuff and, and us both hearing the music, but that could okay. be a challenge. Yeah. Okay. It's Pre-record a challenge. It, I'm interested then put it in. on your soundboard and see what comes out. <laughs> Just hope I push the right button. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, no, that's not the... That actually was the right take. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, all right, everybody, make it a great week and uh, and get out there and radically change your future. No matter what people are saying about you, just run away from them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, 
please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com. Thank you.